Hello, Cryptonauts. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to go back a few days to June 24, 2020 to bring you your daily news, as well as your top 10. I am your host, Blockchain John. Alright, Cryptonauts, before we get started, I want to remind you that there is a Discord channel available, and I will leave a link in the description below. As well as, if you want to collaborate on my podcast, you can reach out to me through the Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's get started with your top 10 by volume. Starting off with Bitcoin, and its volume is settled at 20... Uh, let's say $20.9 billion. Second place, we have USDT Tether with a 19.4 billion volume. And third place, we have Ethereum with a $5.5 billion volume. And in fourth place, we have Bitcoin Cash with a $1.8 billion volume. And in fifth place, we have EOS, EOS, with a $1.6 billion volume, 24-hour volume, okay? And in sixth place, we have XRP Ripple, with a $1.2 billion 24-hour volume. And in seventh place, we have Litecoin, with a $1.1 billion volume. And in eighth place, we have Ethereum Classic, with a $695 million volume. And in ninth place, we have Bitcoin SV, Satoshi's Vision, with a $644 million volume. And in 10th place, we have TRX Tron, with a $499 million volume. All right, Crypto Knots. That is your top 10, and your market cap is at $257 billion. Let's get started with your crypto news. All right, Cryptonauts, while I'm outside enjoying the nice afternoon, let's go ahead and get started with your crypto news of the day. Starting off with Brazil pauses WhatsApp payment service over competition fears. Hmm. Now, next news. Apple just put privacy ahead of advertising in a big way. Nah. Venezuela tests Bitcoin payments for some passports. Okay, let's check that out. What's that? Venezuela's government appears to be testing its ability to accept Bitcoin as other payments for issuance of passports or other official paperwork for citizens who reside outside the country. Though the government of Nicolas Maduro has not issued an official statement on the matter, the opinion to pay in Bitcoin may be a response to recent difficulties that Venezuela has experienced in processing cross-border payments. This has been especially challenging for any official statement. Oh, well, thank you, sir. Thank you for coming by. Okay, Uh, this has been especially challenging for any official state business due to the 
unilateral economic sanctions that the U.S. government has imposed against Venezuela. Rumors of the BTC payment options for Passport first arose late last night, particularly on Reddit using Iguano80 shared a photograph in the r slash Bitcoin subreddit of the SAIME Passport Payment Processing Service, which displayed Bitcoin as a payment option. Payment by credit card is temporarily suspended due to the effects of the sanctions. Hmm. Okay, next news. New York's financial regulator just made life easier for crypto firms. Okay, what is that about? New York's top financial regulator today proposed a plan that could make things easier for crypto startups. Under the proposition from the New York Department of Financial Services, for which the NYDFS is soliciting public opinion until August 10th, it would become easier for crypto companies to receive the correct licenses. It, as it stands, crypto companies operating in New York must obtain the BIT license, which is a license that crypto companies and exchange need to receive, store, issue, or send cryptocurrencies. Exchange, exchanges need them to operate in New York, for instances. Just 24 firms have been granted the license since the state started introducing them in 2015. Getting one can take years. Tagomi Circle and Robinhood are among recipients. The NYDFS is now proposing to introduce a conditional license with which crypto companies could work with companies that have been issued with an actual bit license. DFS expects that an entity that seeks a conditional license will endeavor to eventually seek and obtain a full bit license. It wrote, To receive a conditional license, crypto companies must indicate their intentions to work with the holder of the bit license and draft an agreement accordingly. Then the crypto companies must submit documents to the NYDFS, who will later review them. If all goes well, the DFS will promise to keep watch over the crypto company and produce a list of stipulations that the company must abide by. If the crypto company strays, the NYDFS may at any time discontinue the conditional licensing. Alright, next news. Bitcoin joins Indifa yield farming frenzy. DeFi yielding farming, farming is pushing composability to its limits. Synthetics, Curve, and Ren have teamed up to launch BTC liquidity in- incentives using Curve's low slippage pools. The, prog- the program combines three Ethereum-based flavor of flavors of Bitcoin, Ren BTC, WBTC, and SBTC, to provide seamless swaps between the Ryzen wrappers, backed by 10K. SNX and 25k REN worth of weekly incentives. Those who provide liquidity can stake their LP tokens via Minter to claim a pro rata portion of the rewards. But the fun doesn't stop there. Synthetix and REN have teamed up to issue those SNX and REN rewards in the form of balancer pool tokens, meaning LPs are also earning BAL from liquidity mining as if that wasn't enough contributors will also earn curves soon to be announced governance tokens cool all right let's get out of here next news barcelona fans take trading generates 2.3 million dollars in a day the official fc barcelona fan tokens offered by chilis ethereum based socios.com tokenization platform sold through its entire pre-sale allotment in less than two hours 
earlier this week, ahead of its proper on-sale debut today. Chile's offered 600,000 bar fan tokens and at a fixed price of 2 euros a piece. With this pre-sale window planned to last up to 48 hours, however, the entire supply sold out less than 2 hours, raising 1.2 million euros, including some $777,000 within 2 minutes, according to a release of demand outstripped pre-sale supply by 5x. The bar token went on normal sale this morning with a price determined by the supply and demand coin market cap points to a current price of $6.66 per token with $2.35 million in market cap volume over the last 24 hours. Chiles has capped the production of bar at 40 million tokens. Okay, next news. Chinese Ponzi scheme moves $185 million worth of Ethereum. Okay. Funds from an alleged plus token Ponzi scheme are on a move again. 789,534 ETH was transferred today from a wallet containing plus token funds. The amount worth some $185 million at today's price hadn't moved since December 2019, a few months after the Ponzi scheme is a scam following the arrest of some of its operators. Plus token, which operated largely out of China and South Korea, was accused of running a cryptocurrency Ponzi scheme in July of last year. In its heyday, it attracted nearly $3 billion worth of various cryptocurrencies, principally Bitcoin, Ethereum, and EOS. Some figures even estimated that the scam allocated nearly 1% of all Bitcoin supply. Wow! Since moving earlier today, the funds have been split between 52 addresses. The addresses are unmarked on on the Ether Scam Block Explorer, and it's unclear whether they belong to an exchange or another venue, such as an OTC desk. Though, which the BitTokens team could cash out, assuming the funds are still under under their control. This movement comes a week after $67 million worth of EOS coin associated with the scheme were moved after a period of dormancy. As part of the news, has has been followed by downward price action as Ethereum is down nearly 4% on the day. Okay, next news. Circles USDC ends its monogamous relationship with Ethereum. What? Uh, USDC is breaking up with Ethereum, or at its very least, it's time to start seeing other big blockchains. Centers, the collaboration between Coinbase and Circle that administers the USDC stablecoin, announced Wednesday a framework for multi-chain support for USDC. Algorand will be the first non-Ethereum blockchain to deploy support for USDC, the first in what's likely to be a long line of protocol interested in integrating the world's second most popular stablecoin. In the announcement, in the announcement, Center indicated that Algorand was chosen as a first integrate USDC because the project is optimized for high volume financial applications. Circle will operate a token bridge allowing USDC on Algorand to be swapped with ERC-20 USDC tokens on the Ethereum blockchain. As with all USDC, the stable coins on the Algorand protocol will be backed by fiat reserve. USDC has become a popular and important stablecoin asset in the Ethereum ecosystem. It was used to help stabilize the maker protocol following the March 2020 crypto crash, officially accepted for tax payment in Bermuda, and has helped facilitate margin trading on Binance and other exchanges. That's cool. All right, next news. How crypto can help make 
Andrew Yang's data dividend a reality? Former president, presidential candidate and crypto advocate Andrew Yang took to the opt pages of the LA Times on Tuesday to lay out his vision for how to make companies pay for their users' data and lucky for Yang and his acolytes, acolytes, there are crypto startups already working to make this happen. In his opt, Yang announced the creation of a public benefit corporation, the Data Dividend Project, which aims to help enable people to control the use of their data and allow for compensation of approved use of collected information by tech companies. A possible future candidate for mayor of New York, Yang pointed out how large companies like Google and Facebook have taken full advantage uh, in monetizing all the data they have captured from their users, all while the users of these platforms have received no compensation whatsoever in return. Cool. Next news. All right. Last news. Stocks, crypto markets slide following surge in COVID-19 cases. It's been a rough day for both crypto and stocks alike as the U.S. economy reels from a recent uptick in COVID-19 cases. Most coins today are in the red as a combined market capitalization for cryptocurrencies today sank by around $11 billion. Bitcoin, for example, has fallen nearly 4% in price, currently trading at around $9,200 per coin, erasing the gains from earlier this week, even if assets is still outperforming gold this year. Ethereum, meanwhile, has like, likewise dropped by 4%, potentially driven by the movement of more than $180 million worth of ETH associated with the alleged plus token Ponzi scheme. All right, so that's it. We're actually going to stop it right there, Cryptonauts. So with that said, I'll catch you all on the next one. Adios.